0: that's right ladies and gentlemen it is commissioner cooper and it's back to business for tss fantasy and i do have to say it has been a long time and i do regret we shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two enter said beat it's time for tss fantasy uh-huh. YEAH! It worked for
1: The Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got planned That's what it is! This court is adjourned.
0: It is Commissioner Cooper! Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save your
2: fantasy roster,
0: and it's time for TSS Fantasy. It feels great to be back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back in business. Hey, we got a new person here as well. Let's welcome in our new guy since he's sitting right next to me up front here. Let's welcome in already to start off the 2023
3: season. The judge is in the building. Welcome in Jordan Thomas. Hey, you know, I always carry that thing on me. Glad to be back. Glad to be a part of the team and I'm ready to get back to business.
0: Indeed. And listen, let's put our hands together and pray that we have another great season and we got another great analyst for you here. Justin Jesus Herrera, welcome to the studio, sir.
2: Yeah, guys, uh, I'm glad to be here. I know my busy schedule working for ESPN now. It's going to be a little bit rocky, but I always have time for my boys at TSS. And do you like the new studio, guys? You like the new digs?
0: Love it. We're waiting for our invite, Justin. I mean, you gotta when you get to the big time, you got to bring your boys with you. Like, let's go, man. It's, it's Lord, a Eddie. slow
2: trickle. It's a slow trickle, right? I feel yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Nick's going to be the next guy up. That's what I feel. And speaking of Mick, Nick, welcome into the studio. Our boy, Nick, you got Flanders Macaronis.
1: Hey, thanks. Uh, it's been a long off season. I got introduced to the uh, how to do YouTube shorts. I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, crash course by by uh, Commissioner Cooper uh, I believe I'm I'm 0 for 100 in my in my predictions this year but you know what hell who the hell cares uh anyway you know who I am no introductions needed let's just take it up to Fred
0: all right and speaking of Fred had a great offseason sporting that disgusting green jersey welcome into the studio Fred the Jester Reyes
4: Hello, everybody! Welcome back to TSS Fantasy. Glad to be back. We had a few months off. Thank you for all the followers that kept following and showing love. We love you. We love you. Keep following us at TSS Jester uh, at on Twitter. Other than that, I am ready. I am rejuvenated. Let's go, coop.
0: Indeed, I'm glad you guys are rejuvenated. While you guys were off, your boy did a little house cleaning, as some of you might have noticed we are now part of the fantasy sports corporation that is our new home come check out all the great shows that we have there we have some great wrestling shows we have we have pretty much anything you can imagine we have it right here on the fantasy sports corporation so hit the subscribe button hit that notifications button as well for us that way you get alerted for all our great content and of course a little housekeeping show our sponsor some love underdog fantasy use the promo code tss we'll double your deposit up to 100 jazz sports as well we're going to give you a great deal sometimes they vary so i don't want to say which one use the promo code tss and they'll show you which one it's usually like 10 20 off whatever it may be check it out they have great specials all the time show them some love and pro-am belts as well we appreciate you also Listen, guys, it's been a long time. We haven't, you know, there's so much stuff that happened. Usually right now, this is when we start out with our news. But, you know, there's so much news, I guess, to cover. But basically, you know, the one thing I noticed this offseason, there wasn't a lot of crazy news going around, but there were a lot of new faces and new places. So let's talk about that. This is a final recording call for Let's go! to go here but i might as well start with the i wanted to go with the most recent because you know listen your audience wants to talk about the most recent thing but i want to give my boyfriend some love i kind of bust his chops so much let's give him some love tonight let's start out tonight talking about aaron Rodgers going to the new york jets Fred, I'm just going to go to you with it. All, all the turmoil that went on, all the craziness, it finally happened. Tell me how you feel about it and just tell me how you feel as far as fantasy-wise, how you feel it's going to impact your team.
4: Look, look, I know I've always been called that delusional fan, but to finally see us have a quarterback, it, it's, it's amazing. I, I think... I think it's really going to help Garrett Wilson. It's going to help the whole offense. Obviously, we were really, we were decent last year, had a really good defense, but we didn't have a quarterback. We lost too many close games because of the quarterback position. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is half of what he was his MVP year. He's better than Zach Wilson and anybody else that we had. So I'm happy. I'm happy to hear Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets, Super Bowl, all in the same sentence. Let him know. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Nick, you are our resident Aaron Rodgers hater. So what do you think about this? I didn't hear you cuz you probably give the opposite opinion of this. What do you what do you think of this is a how it affects the New York Jets offense?
1: Well, it's got it's got to pull a lot of more asses in the seats, I'll tell you that much. Um <laughs> it's 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 interesting. I put I'm going to put that as interesting because uh, I think he'll I think the jets will go as far as he will take them. And the only thing I think they'll really hurt, hurt Aaron Rodgers. And I hate to say to be punful, but injury, uh, I don't, I think he's in a better situation than he is in green Bay. Uh, I, now he's just made a tougher division though, but I think he's had, I think he's had better coaching this, uh, move. He actually ha- has, hasn't, has an owner, uh, and I think he's got better weapons around him. Uh, again, like Freddie said, what they needed was a field general. And they didn't have one last year. They they had an eighth grader running the team. I mean, so uh now, now they got that quote unquote adult in the room. He's actually showing up to actually, you know, play with the teammates like like he didn't do for, for a whole decade. So that will do nothing but help. Um, it's gonna be an interesting season. No, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. But uh, it's going to make the Jets relevant. And that's we haven't had that in a long time. And I'm, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be spiteful. But the Jets really haven't been relevant in, in a long time in the AFC East. And that's going to bode well, especially for that division. So um, have at it. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting year
0: in the AFC East for sure. Quick shout-out to OJ, the Juice is Loose Mayor, showing his Jets some love, and Mike the Straw Hernandez, welcome in. We're just as ugly as last season, apparently. I mean, I don't know. I thought I got a haircut just for tonight, so whatever, bro. All right, Um. so Justin, do you have any thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? What do you think, bro? What do you think uh, how his impact will be for the uh, New York Jets offense?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is an offense that's uh... – hold on. Am I, uh, am I lagging a little bit? No. Uh, okay, cool. It looks like your beard is, but not your voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 Fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> it's Mr. Fucking asshole hey. you.
2: <laughs> um, so as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, uh, you you realize that he's not a winner when he says things like "I didn't win uh, two MVPs going to OTAs." Guess what? Tom Brady got a huge fine and he almost got arrested going. To a park with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin during COVID. That is the kind of dedication you need to be a winner in this league. I don't know if the Jets are gonna win anything with Aaron Rodgers, but I know that Garrett Wilson and um Alan Lazard and Tyler Conklin, all these guys are gonna get a significant boost with Aaron Rodgers throwing them the football, especially over at the true motherfucker,
3: Zach Wilson.
0: Jordan, (laughs) I like what you did there. Jordan, finish this off. What do you think?
3: Man, I I got a little bit of everything that these guys said. But ultimately, I think, does it make the Jets better? Sure. Uh, Does it make their offensive uh, offensive weapons better? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I don't think Aaron Rodgers really – he might get this team to a fringe playoff contender. But at best, he's what, fifth, sixth best best quarterback in this conference? I don't think it's going to move the needle as much as Jets fans think it will.
0: Well, I think, if, in my personal opinion, I think the Jets are honestly the biggest anomaly in the AFC East. It could be really, really good, or it could be really, really bad. I mean, I, the minute things start to go bad with the New York media and this guy, he's kind of out and in on wanting to play a full season, as it was already, I just kind of, I'm in of this mindset, if things go bad, they're going to go real bad. But they do have the potential to go really good. You have a lot of great weapons. Brees Hall comes back. He's very exciting player. Um, so a lot of exciting things for the New York Jets. It's going to be a great time in the AFC East. That is for sure. All right, let's get back to more recent news. We'll start with you, Justin, in this one. And it's, again, more in your <coughs> wheelhouse in the NFC West. D-Hop is on the move. Give me a place where you find where you think is the best fit for our boy D-Hop.
2: Well, it's kind of obvious it's got to be the Chiefs or the Bills, but a lot of like the evidence now is showing that he's not really willing to take the pay cut, and they're not really willing to free up $15 million in cap for his ass. Um, I think, obviously, Odell Beckham kind of screwed it up because it showed that an old guy with injuries can still get $15 million from a team that needs him desperately. So I said it on Dynasty Hour, I think maybe the best fit for him is to actually go join Odell in Baltimore. Go make it, go buy in completely into Lamar and say, fuck it. We're going to go for big time. We're going for a Super Bowl or bus season. Um, we got a brand new um, national championship winning offensive coordinator in the house. We've got two new wide receiver threats. We drafted a third. Let's go out. Let's give Lamar everything he needs and let's see if he can prove it.
0: Jordan, what do you think? What do you think is the best fit for a boy D Hop?
3: Feel like I just talked about this last night. <laughs> it, it's simple to me. It's Kansas City. If you want to go play with the best team with the best chance to win the Super Bowl, you go to Kansas City. If you want the best coach, you got Coach Reed. You want the best quarterback, you've got Patrick Mahomes. The story writes itself. You got Travis Kelsey there is going to make sure you don't see a second man on you all damn season. Give me DeAndre Hopkins in the career revival with the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Let's move on to another guy who might be on the move or may not be on the move. We're talking about Dalvin Cooks, just lots of different news. Hearing first, you hear he's coming to Miami, I got all excited. Then it was nope, Vikings still won him. Now, all of a sudden, I'm also hearing he wants to play either the Viking or excuse me, either the Dolphins or the Bills. Uh, which makes sense with his brother there, um, so which would be very interesting as well. So, anyway, we'll go to uh, Nick on this one first. Where do you find uh, Dalvin Cook to be in the best spot?
1: Well, to uh, to elicit the ultimate dad joke here, uh, I don't think Buffalo would be good because then you got too many cooks in the kitchen.
3: <laughs> um,
1: listen, uh, if out of those two teams, if I were him. I go to Miami uh, for a couple different reasons. Num- number one, you got you got a hell of a receivers. You're gonna have running running lanes open for days, and you got no state tax. You got no state tax, so so you're gonna take all that money and you're gonna have a chance to win to win a Super Bowl, go to the playoffs. I go to Miami if I were Dalvin Cook. Plus, that he went to Florida State. He's going home. I mean, where else is he gonna go?
0: Come on home, why? What do you think, Fred? I wouldn't mean, mind been... see him in Philly,
1: but you know Miami is a where place you... for him to be.
0: Where do you think the best spot is for Dalvin?
4: I, I think it's home. I think I think stay at Minnesota because um, that, that's where you've been and that's where you're thriving at, and you have a great backup behind you. When you when you usually miss your two three games a year, um, this is your last hurrah. Your division is weak. I mean, I mean, honestly, if this is your chance to to take the division, and there's only two really hard teams in the NFC, which is the Eagles and the 49ers. So why not try to stay there? Um, win the division. You have weapons, it's the easier route. Don't come to the AFC. It, it's just it just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, indeed. All right, how about the well, I'm sorry, not indeed. Come on down, come home, bro. <laughs> what am I talking about? Why am I agreeing with Freddie right now? He's he just he's a hater, he doesn't want you here. It's okay. We want you home. It's cool, bro. All right. How about well, let's go to DJ Moore uh, from the Panthers going to the Bears. Another new face in a new place. Do you think that Jordan? Let's go to you on this one. You think that's a good fit?
3: I think it's an all right fit. I I'm not excited about it. I feel like the Bears' offense is getting a little bit overblown. I get it. Justin Fields came on at the end of the season last year. I really like Roshon Johnson. I'm going to talk about him later, but. I think D.J. Moore is a really good wide receiver. I don't think he's somebody that's just going to absolutely, you know, move the needle for the Chicago Bears. I think Justin Fields will hit him sometimes, and I think he'll have some games where he overthrows him or, or just completely ignores him the rest of the time. So I'm probably lower on this than most people.
0: Justin, are you jumping up for D.J. Moore in drafts?
2: Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else, considering he's my guy. But, um, no, that's what yeah. I wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent jumping because everybody's passing. Everybody's like Jordan over here saying, Ah, oh, fudge it. I'm gonna go with George Pickens instead of DJ, Mark. or I'm gonna Absolutely. go with Brandon Cooks because the <laughs> Cowboys
0: rock. Is that your but, Jordan A
2: hundred percent. Yeah, that's my Jordan impression. <laughs>
3: it's pretty good. I
2: like it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I'm all over the DJ Moore hype. Um, I love the transition. I mean, this is a guy who was getting passes from Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, and freaking – I don't know who else. Baker Mayfield at one point. PJ Walker. Passes. PJ Walker was mixed in there. And he was still having 1,000-yard seasons. He had his best touchdown year last year with all the chaos that happened there. Now you have a stable area, you know, Bears, quote-unquote, stable, but you got a good quarterback, a top six quarterback. You've got um, a rebuilding offensive line. They addressed that in the draft. And then you've got weapons on the outside. You've got Cole Komet who can work the the middle. You've got Darnell Mooney recovering. You've got exciting running backs like Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson. There's a lot there to love. And I like to, I'm writing an article right now because I think that the comparison is there. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs took off when they had that uniting season. Both Josh Allen has been a top one or two quarterback ever since getting his number one, Stephon Diggs. Justin Fields is riding that with his rushing yards right now and his rushing touchdowns. What if he picks it up on the passing side now? What are we going to do with that? And how you know how he's going to do that? By targeting DJ freaking Moore. I think it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great union.
0: Mark this down 17 minutes, 27 seconds into the show for the short tomorrow, because that's a hot take if I ever heard one. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. <clears throat> it's brought to you, excuse me, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We get back. We're going to talk about our guys.
4: Underdog Fantasy is here to save your post-fantasy football season blues. The easiest place to play and win with the Underdog Fantasy app. Get up to 20 times your money in a single night with our pick 'em contests. Grab some insurance when setting your picks and win even when one pick fails. Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. Sit, Gingerbread. Good girl. All
0: right, let's go. We want to talk about my guys. My guys are guys that, you know, we are really looking for a great season. In all of our drafts, we are looking to grab these guys. So let's talk about
1: them. I refer to the guys that played for me as being my guys. I use that as something of of great, great meaning (laughs) to me.
0: Apparently, I didn't make that video big enough. Um, Mike, uh, Greg uh, brought in Mike. He does sound better talking about Nick. He said, but my man, Fred, is the star of the show. And he rested this offseason. <laughs> so, Mike, all right. Fred's already starting now. The star of the show. All right. Let's go to my guys and let's go to quarterback position. Interesting enough, Nick took the guy I picked last year. So, go ahead and give the case now, Mr. Flanders, this year. Or your QB, you're my guy.
1: Well, my guy is Jalen Hurts. Uh, he had thirty seven hundred yards passing last season. He had twenty two touchdowns of ov- overall. He he was a fantasy point production monster. Now the only thing that would give me pause and, and other people pause is they changed the offensive coordinator. Now granted they did change the offensive coordinator, but it's not like they brought a new guy in from a new team. They're not going to change the whole system. It was his quarterback coach from last year, so he's not going to be that much transition because the guy he's his name is escaping right now. But he's but he's in the culture. He knows the term the terminology. He coached Jalen every day, so it's not going to be that much of of a difference. And I think this year he's going to eclipse that. He's going to go at least four thousand yards passing. And he's going to go 28 uh, overall touchdowns, and he will be your number one ranked quarterback this year in fantasy.
0: For not knowing your team's offensive coordinator, you get our first Are You High award.
1: I'm high on summertime. Yes, I am. 2023 is about to go off. All right, let's
0: go, JT. Who's your QB?
3: So for me, this is easy. While I, I respect Nick's pick, I, I think Jalen Hurts probably already hit his ceiling, but you know who I don't think has Joey Ballgame, Joe Burrow. I think this is the year that Joe Burrow makes that final leap and might actually even outproduce Mr. Patrick Mahomes. And I know it sounds crazy because Patty's been up there, but Joe Burrow has been right there. It, In the offense, man, you look at his weapons. Nobody in the league has what he has. you got Jamar Chase, who in 28 games has 22 touchdowns and 2,500 yards. you got T. Higgins on the other side of the field, who is almost just as good in going into a contract year. I don't know if Mixon's coming back. Really, I don't give a damn because I know Joe
4: Burrow is going to get his.
0: Indeed. All right, Fred, who's your QB?
4: If y'all don't know, you haven't been watching TSS Fantasy in the last two years. All right. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Who else? Who else? Since 2019, 4,031 yards. 2020, 4,700 yards. 2021, 4,800 yards. 22, 5,250 yards. 41 touchdowns, Super Bowl winner. You gotta be bugging. He got Kelsey. Uh, he is gonna be the best, best top quarterback once again.
0: Wow, Fred. You know what? We, we should have a deep dive award. That's what Freddie loves to do in his fantasy analysis. Going straight for Patrick Mahomes. Gotta love him. hot take. Justin, How about you, my friend?
2: Oh my gosh. Man, you guys are over here with the hot takes. Oh, I want Jalen Hurts.
1: Oh, Joe Burrow! Oh, Patrick Mahomes, he's my guy.
2: Come on, guys. Let's take a shot here. Let's take some let's take some fucking uh Justin Fields is of course my guy here. This is a guy who has not even touched anywhere close to his ceiling. This is a guy who had 17 passing touchdowns last year. That's about to go up. He had 1,100 rushing yards last year. That could stay where it's at, and that would be just fine. QB6 on a garbage team with no help. And then what's this? Oh, second most rushing TDs, second most red zone carries, second most carries for a quarterback, period? Come on now. And these weren't even designed runs. These were just him getting the hell out of the way. So think about what's going to happen now that he's got threats all over the field. He's got a DJ Moore who is going to skyrocket ah, Justin Fields 1,000%. It's not as easy as just saying, hey, guys, you know who my guy is? It's Justin Herbert. <laughs> he's, been a, he's been a top three quarterback for the past three years. Come
0: on love it love it love it thanks now i don't have to call him out i got someone else calling you out all right perfect let's go to my guy now i'm gonna be honest i really wanted to go to it here but due to the fact that we know america's team is my team i decided not to go there but i stayed in florida let's talk about trevor lawrence as my guy Last year, we can just start with that. He was number eight overall, not too bad. And and well, in some, in some rankings, I saw him 10th, so I was a little confused about that. Anyway, a top 10 QB overall. Got another year with rapport with Kirk, who was already on fire with last year. Offensive line has improved. You got a legit home run threat with ATN. Now you have Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. You remember that guy? Yo, if Calvin Ridley comes back to half of what he was, he's got a legit target uh, again to add to this offense. So add Trevor Lawrence as a huge my guy for me. Also, let's couple all of what I just said with this. Their defense, by the way, still isn't that great. What does that mean? They're going to have to keep throwing the football. And don't forget about schedule. Now, I'm not a guy who talks about strength of schedule because, quite frankly, teams are different than they were last year. But when you look at it, the Titans were dead last last year. So it's not like they're making that much improvement. They're still not that great against the pass. They also played the NFC South. So you see the Panthers, who were 22nd, the Falcons, who were 25th. They also played the NFC North with the Bengals, who were 23rd. Steelers struggled, but that was you know, due to do some injuries and stuff. They should be better this year. Um, and the Chiefs as well. Mark it up, Trevor Lawrence, my guy. Let's go to running back, and we'll go to Justin. We'll start with you. Who's your RB for you, my guy? Uh, yeah.
2: get the get the hot guy going right now. Let me get some more <laughs> nuclear heat on me. I'm gonna go with DeAndre Swift. I love the Philly compare. I love the Philly matchup with him. I him going to Philly, it's like a dream come true. Did you know that this guy had 5.5 yards per carry last year? You know what Miles Sanders had? 5.2. And you know why Miles Sanders had that? It's not because he's an elite, you know, rusher. It's because that line is so fucking awesome. I can admit that. The line tore the 49ers apart. Everybody wants to say it was Brock Purdy. It was that offensive line tearing that defensive line apart. So I can admit that that line, and now you put one of the most explosive players in fantasy when he's on the field behind it, I think it's going to be a great matchup. You know, he's never finished under or he's never finished above uh 15 in fantasy points per game in any given season. Now I, I say that because he's obviously missed a lot of time. So you know that's just relevant to the games that he's played. And then last year, I'm gonna once again say the Eagles were great. They had 32 rushing touchdowns above and beyond what the number two was. I love it. I love the matchup. I love the. I love this new landing spot. DeAndre Swift is my guy all day long. Let's go,
0: Nick. I'm going to have to go to you since you know, of course, he went with your guy. <laughs> who's your who's your guy with running back? Now I got to hear it.
1: Well, uh, I went with a guy who's not on the on the Eagles roster. Surprisingly enough, uh, I went with Kenneth Walker. Uh, Kenneth Walker is he is he's a fancy stud. Uh, he didn't really hit his. Really play until week five and after week five he he only ran for a thousand fifty yards he had not nine tds on 228 carries and that line got better uh the team has gotten better they're gonna um have to step up a little bit because i think geno smith had an anomaly last year i think he may come down a a peg or two this season so they're gonna have to rely on a lot lot of play action a lot of rpo given uh walker more more carries to suck the de- defense in and then and then they can put it over over the top to the receivers but as as far as uh, as that offense goes it's going to run through through Kenneth walker they're all going to key on where is kenny today so uh if if you want a high value pick He's going to go in the end of the first round or very top of the second round. I would select uh, Kenneth Walker.
3: That's why he is my guy.
0: His guy, he says. How about JT? Who's your guy at running back?
3: So I am going to go opposite of Flanders who's going with somebody who has a shiny new toy in the backfield. I'm going with Ramondre Stevenson of the New England Patriots who lost the one guy on that offense that ate into his carries whatsoever over the past uh, or over the final 11 games that he played last year, he was a running back one. Um, I see that continuing. Uh, he, I see him getting a bigger share of the uh, targets in the backfield. Um, this Patriots offense is pretty awful. Um, he's really the only game in town. So give me all of the Ramondre
4: Stevenson.
0: All right. I like it. Fred, what say you? Who's your guy?
4: My guy's Jonathan Taylor. There's no way he can perform like he did last year, man. I mean, this guy went, and after a, a, an outstanding season, first you go out and get Matt Ryan, who cannot move. His arm was just terrible for the first six games. Then you go and get Sam Ellinger for the next six games. I mean, this guy had this deck stacked against him from day one I mean this year I think with the addition of Anthony Richardson and Minshew I think they're gonna watch the quarterback because both quarterbacks can run Minshew can throw so I think Jonathan Taylor should come back to form this year and be a top five caliber uh running back again
0: all right I like it I like it all right I'm gonna go with Tony Pollard of not America's team the Dallas Cowboys did you know Tony Pollard last year, he ran for 100, or excuse me, 100, <laughs> yards nine touchdowns, and had 39 receptions on 370, uh, 371 yards. I know this because it's right in front of me. Three scores in the air also. He had, by far, his strongest season, and guess what? He was still splitting time with Zeke. No more Zeke. You got Malik Davis, Ronald Jones Jr., Deuce Vaughn tony pollard rb number one and my guy going into this season
3: jt let's go to you for our receiver who's your my guy for receiver so so i know justin likes these real hot takes so i'm gonna give him the spiciest most fired up take of the night please please do it let's go jefferson Everybody knows he's the best Uh, wide receiver in football. Last season, I took a beating because I was drafting him over all the running backs, and it was incredibly fruitful for me. So I am telling you right now, if you are on the fantasy clock and you have Justin Jefferson on the board, I don't give a damn. Who else is on that board? You select Justin Jefferson, surefire, bona fide, number one stud, Averages 108 receptions, 1600 yards, and eight touchdowns. I think this is the year he breaks Calvin Johnson's receiving record.
0: We are dead. I, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. diving of the TSS. Listen, it is our summer tour. We like to be at the beach. It's the deep dive. We love it. All right, Fred, let's go back to you. What's your receiver? Who are you going to deep dive for?
3: <laughs> hey, Garrett Wilson, baby! Let's go!
2: That's a deep dive. Let's That's go, Fred! Let's in go, here.
4: Fred! You're bringing Aaron Rodgers. You're bringing him some help for him. And then, what, 1,100 yards as a rookie? Expect this. Now, hear me out. Put this on recording. Expect over 1,500 yards, double-digit touchdowns easily for Garrett Wilson. He will be the main man, and he's going to be probably top five receiver in the NFL.
0: Mark it down, ladies and gentlemen. 32 minutes in, we mark it down. All right, Justin, what say you? (laughs) Who's your receiver?
4: I I think you
2: already know. I've already made a clip for this guy. I don't think I need to waste any more time. DJ Moore is going to have a big year, a top 12 year. Nick, what
1: say you, my friend? Uh, I'm gonna go with George Pickens. Uh, he had he had uh, a decent rookie season last year had, had 800 yards. He's, he was over he was at six receptions four times last season. Uh, he's developing a nice rapport with with Kenny Pickett uh, and he's becoming the deep threat to what Lynn Swan was to John stalwart. I believe Deont- Deontay Johnson is going to become the possession receiver in that Steelers offense. All right, so we Teddy don't Pickett lose is our definitely Terry Bradshaw.
0: So we Wait, don't lose no. all of our audience. No, I'm not really even
1: close. Sure. That. Why would you say that? I'll, because he's uh, a terrible
0: uh, quarterback.
1: <laughs> right. No. So
0: um, I'm gonna instead of so we don't lose our audience tonight. I'm gonna actually get out of the top ten of receivers and kind of <laughs> actually help you get a my guy. How about Hollywood Brown on the Cardinals? D hop's gone. We just talked about he's off the team. No more. He, he could revisit those 2022 numbers where he was really, really used a lot in the beginning of the season. It was weeks one through six. He was receiver number seven um, in the league. So pretty, pretty good numbers. Now the questions of Kyler Murray starting the season, obviously hamper that, but that and that's what's going to help you be able to snag him late. You're looking at receiver three. Maybe he could be a high potential two or one for you because people are going to slip on him. You're going to find him late in drafts and he might end up being a darling for you. So Hollywood Brown, you are my guy. All right, let's go to I can't remember who we haven't started with. So we're going to go to uh, Fred. Let's start with you. Let's go to tight end position. What do you got for tight end? You
4: don't want me to start, do you? <laughs> oh, Travis, him. Kelsey. <laughs> my, my, my go-to guy is Travis Kelsey. Who else am I going to put? I Listen, listen. Most, most of the people that play fantasy with me know I go for a couple of things. Tight end early, quarterback early. That's just what I do. Running backs, you know, points. So, obviously, they expect me to put Kelsey because that's how I play fantasy. That's why I'm the greatest. Take Kelsey. You're, your you're gonna win. Hey, That's
0: why he's the greatest. Two times right.
4: to the championship. 12 years in a row.
0: Stop me. All right, Justin, let's say <laughs> you My guy tight end.
2: See, I respect Fred because he just
0: constantly comes back with the same answer. <laughs> <It's just always laughs> the, the, guy. the top guy, the number one guy, Jonathan Taylor. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <That's> my guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my god! Um, that way when we play the back, he'd be like, see, I told you. I told you. Yeah, right? <laughs> Patrick uh, Mahomes oh, all the way. You guys didn't listen to me.
2: You're going to learn today. Uh, um, I'm going to go with Michael Mayer. Um, so just deep diving on this one. Uh, I went through all of his combine measurables. He is almost identical to Gronk, which is crazy because now he's going into the Patriot system in Las Vegas, of course. And, you know, when I really think about it, Ankh had, I think he had 10 touchdowns his first season, but he didn't have a ton of yards, but that's what you kind of need out of this guy. You kind of just need him to get you into the end zone when Devontae Adams is double covered, right? (laughs) So I think that Michael Mayer is low key going to be one of the guys that you're going to want to grab late in your drafts. If you're going at it and you're saying, Oh, I'm going to draft tight end last make Michael Mayer. One of the guys you draft because I I'm putting it on right now. I think this is a guy who can get 10 touchdowns in his rookie year. He's got the profile of Gronk. He had the numbers in college. He had 16 touchdowns over his last two years being the only weapon in Notre Dame system And then at the end of the day, it's Jimmy G throwing the ball. Who did Jimmy G throw the ball the most to? George fucking Kittle. So let's go.
0: I like that. Nice little uh, tight end. There's always that one that comes out of nowhere. um, And that might be the one. Justin's calling it right now. Back to business. Nick, what say you?
1: Uh, yeah, just to uh, give a nod to Justin. Justin is correct. He did have 10 touchdowns in his first season with only 546 yards. So uh, someone did their research. So oh. I'm going to go with my guy. Uh, the only thing I like with the name Dallas in it is Dallas Goddard. Uh, I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. He has, he had 703 yards receiving last season, only th- three touchdowns, but that's going to change He he was out for, I believe, four games last season. He is their number three uh receiving threat. Not a bad one to have. So uh he is my guy. Like it. I like
0: it. JT, finish us off. Who you like for I'm gonna go out
3: down. on a limb like my boy Freddie the jester. I'm gonna say Mark Andrews, right? And I know it all fell apart for him last year, and I know they uh, brought in some shiny new weapons with Zay Flowers and with Odell Beckham Jr., but this guy is Lamar Jackson's target. He was on pace for 110 receptions, 1,287 yards, and 14 touchdowns last season when he got injured. Um, he's still every bit of that dude. The last time we saw him fully healthy, he was the number one overall tight end in football. Chances are, I'm never gonna get any shares of this guy because I kind of subscribe to the draft tight ends late philosophy. But if you can get your hands on him, by all means, do it.
0: So, uh, piggybacking off that, Jordan, I was gonna exactly say, you know, that with because Fred had mentioned everybody knows how he drafts, he goes for the big tight end. I'm the exact opposite, wait till late to get my uh tight ends. I will say, so with that being said, I think somebody that I can probably wait on at least a little bit later is Kyle Pitts coming off a year that he didn't do well at all. People are definitely not looking at him um, to do well this year, either because it's not like the Atlanta offense has become this big juggernaut, but however they are going to focus on the run game. So I think when you have a new QB with Desmond Ritter, he's not a rookie, but he's still playing as a rookie pretty much this season. He still, sucks. over the spot, <laughs> right? But as <he's> suck <laughs> as he may, what helps a sucky QB is a big target, which would be Kyle Pitts. So I think he'll get back to his first year form um and you'll see some good value and i think he's just a good value overall when you go into drafts this season so i think that's really the main thing um and that's what i look at when i go to tight ends all right so speaking of tight ends listen i want to get on to i we do have some defenses but we're in 40 minutes now and i don't want to make this a terribly late show so let's get into some
4: sleepers
0: So I think Greg actually noticed how you picked Steeler receiver and Eagle tight end. Oh, just wait. It gets even worse. Um, and he says, what about Waller? Yeah, it's a good question about Waller. You know, his injury history for me always makes me. Like, wait, you know, little think about like, okay, I don't really know if I is the guy I'm jumping for. And a lot of people jump for him. That's why I just let other people jump for him and deal with that um, injury history later. So, just in in my opinion on Waller. Um, All right, let's get on to the sleepers. JT, I'm going to go to you first. Give me your QB sleeper.
3: Listen, this one's easy. All right, we're starting with the average draft position, quarterback 13. Geno Smith probably should write back because they continue just like Flanders to write this man off. He was quarterback five last season and we are drafting him at quarterback 13 this season. Are we crazy? Did the Seahawks get worse? No, they absolutely got better. They went out and added the best wide receiver in this draft with Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then they upgraded their running back position with Rashad Penny Finally leaving and adding Zach Charbonnet, who absolutely is going to be a tremendous one-two punch with Kenneth Walker. This offense is primed for a huge breakout, in my opinion. Give me all the Geno Smith. Uh,
0: all right, Geno Smith, gotta love it. All right, let's go. Freddie. I'm impressed he pronounced the wide receiver's
1: name correctly.
4: I don't Man, know how to did even
0: it, do actually. that. Get it, boy. Get <laughs> it. All right, Fred. What do you say?
4: I uh, say Anthony Richardson from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, as I was speaking about, er, earlier about Jonathan Taylor, <clears throat> they this team is going to be built on the run. They have a good offensive line. They were hurt for half the season last year. They're back. So uh, how do you free up Jonathan Taylor? Now you have a running quarterback. Yes, his, his percentage of, of passing was not great. He doesn't need to be great. Just get move the chains 10, you know, 10 yards here, 10 yards there. Take the running pressure off of Jonathan Taylor. Run the little ball a little bit yourself like Justin Fields did. And remember, they – even though we, we we didn't see much last year from Matt Ryan, he'd be a lot better behind the offensive line. So I think Anthony Richardson's gonna is going to start, and I think he's going to have a, a better year.
0: All right, let me write that down. For somebody looking for a fantasy guy, he doesn't need to be great. Okay,
4: go. Cool. All right. <laughs> just, run, just run and get 100 yards a game running. He doesn't need to be great. Who did you Justin?
1: Sounds like
2: uh, along first the lines eight. of he doesn't need to be great. I'm gonna go with Desmond Ritter. Um <laughs> it doesn't need to be great, but this offense is built so well around him. Oh man, you add B. John Robinson. Come on now. This is a guy you can just throw the ball off to like a CMC and just hey, he got 60 yards. That means I get 60 yards too, right? That's exactly how fantasy works. Um, it's these little things that you get at the late round where you're like, okay, this could be a sneaky value right here. And Desmond Rivers that guy, you got Drake London, you got Kyle Pitts, who Coop was absolutely right on. Can he get much worse than he's been the past two years? Hopefully not. And then, you know, at the end of the day, this offensive line got better through the draft. They went out, they got an, an offensive tackle and they ran the ball the most last year had like a five point five uh, yards per carry average, so they were obviously doing something right. I think he could be like a, a maybe 2021 Jalen Hurts, where he gets 16 passing touchdowns and 10
1: rushing touchdowns, and still makes it in the top 12.
0: I like you. Nick. What say you?
1: Uh, my quarterback, I'm I'm not ready to give up on this guy just yet uh, mr. unlimited let's ride uh, Russell Wilson he's been left for dead uh, that's because number one he he went to a team who's who had a head coach that really didn't know how to be a head coach and just said well Russell's a whole pro so I'll let him do him so and then he had his he had his uh, he had his whole little quarterback entourage coaching entourage and then they hire an adult and say ah oh, no F that uh, Sean Payton come comes in as of right now they they get the fifth easiest schedule uh his adp right now is one oh nine so uh you could possibly steal him and especially in a two quarterback draft uh he I think he'd be a steal if if he gets his head on right.
0: Yep and got you know big potential getting him late. I'm gonna go with that same theme. Jared Goff same deal listen he was oh, easily 10, easily 10th last year people are slipping on him his current ADP is one Oh, 3 He's going behind Geno Smith, Anthony Richardson. He could be that guy for you, that sleeper. And especially in certain matchups, you're going to love to have Jared Goff. Remember, they secondary. It's a little better, but it wasn't very good last year. So you're finding Jared Goff in those situations, like I mentioned with Trevor Lawrence, where he has to continue to throw the football and he does it in volume. So Got to like Jared Goff as a sleeper. All right, let's go to the running back position. Justin, we'll start with you. Who's your sleeper running back? Uh, A sleeper running
2: back is technically not the running back one right now in Chicago, but I think he will be eventually. It's Khalil Herbert. This guy was 5.7 yards per carry. He created 3.29 yards per touch, which was ninth best in the league. Long story short, this guy is just money when you get the ball in his hands. And I don't know why the Bears aren't just going to – they moved off of David Montgomery for a reason. At times he looked better than David Montgomery. They brought on Donta Foreman. I don't know how long that's going to last. He's been injured in the past. But I'll tell you what, this dude's 25. He doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. And this is a team that's looking to kind of build this organization up cheap till they got to pay Justin Fields. And I think that's the best way to do it. This guy was like a sixth-round pick. He's a. I, I think he's got the ability to take off in
0: fantasy this year. I like it, Nick. What say you?
1: I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this quick. I'm gonna go with Javante Williams. Uh, he only played four games last season. had had an injury. Uh, they were all in on him. They were all the Broncos were all in on him last year until he got hurt. That's what, and that's when they brought in all the piecework. work. Uh, I think he'll be a sleeper this year.
0: All righty, Nick, all in on that Broncos offense. Let's ride. JT, what say you?
3: I wanted to go with Justin here. I wanted to say Khalil Herbert, but he sniped him in front of me. But I'm going to tell you, Deontay (laughs) Foreman ain't about nothing. That guy is not going to be there. This is going to be a double-headed monster in this backfield, and it's going to be uh, Khalil Herbert and my guy, Roshon Johnson, who is going to be the rookie that emerges as the best running back outside of Bijan Robinson and Gibbs, of course. I am all in on Roshon Johnson really making an impact in year one. Um, he's got all of the tools. I do just think Khalil Herbert is
4: that dude.
0: Fred, who you got?
4: I got Rashad White out of Tampa Bay just because <laughs> – now, anyway, now Todd Todd Bowles the coach. He stinks. He ran. The, he runs the ball a lot. They're on a downward spiral. They got Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield starting. You don't have them throwing the ball all over the place, getting a bunch of interceptions. Just run Rashad White to the death. There you go. <laughs> to
0: the Jesus. death. Got it. <laughs> all right, my um my sleeper is a deep sleeper, to be quite frank. Um, because at like you know I forget who had mentioned. I think it was Justin said wasn't number one right now. At Khalil Herbert. Damian Harris right now is not projected to be number one. They still have James Cook set up there. Not proven, though, in Buffalo. We've had some good seasons with Damian Harris. We People in the ASCs know Damian Harris can get on a roll and is a good running back, um, You know, especially looking at him being their touchdown goal line back. I like him as their overall back. They still have Latavius Murray and Naeem Hines. You know Latavius Murray is getting along in the tooth, and he's injury-prone. We didn't even see Naeem Hines last year, honestly, on on their field, other than returning kicks. So I like Damian Harris to take things over in Buffalo, and I he'd have some, you know. Again, this is a very big offense, and if you're the number one guy in a very big offense. It just means big things for you, and especially when you're going way late in drafts. All right, let's go to Nick,
1: receiver. Who you got? Uh, we brought him up before in the in the in the show. I'm gonna DJ more. Uh, like like uh justin said you know when he was in carolina he had a clown show of quarterbacks uh, and, he, and he still he still had 800 888 re- receiving yards and then seven tds it's only going to go up with uh justin fields a stable guy and uh, i think iber is going to call call some pretty good games and develop some nice packages for him so dj Moore,
0: all right i like it jt what say you
3: For me, give me Kadarius, Tony, because if there's one guy in this Kansas City offense that's going to emerge as a wide receiver one, it's this dude. Every time this guy touches the ball, it seems like something electric can happen. He got traded midway through the season last year, kind of picked up some plays here and there, had a couple of decent games. In the Super Bowl, had that long putt return touchdown, caught one pass. Touchdown, five yards, they're gonna find ways to get this kid involved in this offense. If he can stay healthy, he will easily surpass the wide receiver 42 mark. He's being drafted in. I think he could be a mid-range wide receiver too.
0: Like it, Fred. How about you?
4: Go with Traylon Burks. Uh he was supposed to be something special last year. Injuries stuff happens. Um, you know, um, right now I've been watching him in OTAs. Uh Ryan Tannehill really likes him which uh, which I hope happens because this takes the pressure off of Derrick Henry. So uh, I'm really going to go with uh, Trelon Brooks. I, I think this year is going to have a big year.
0: If you guys can help me recall, wasn't this the guy that hated the AFC South? And, like, all of a sudden we have I like Taylor, Bur- we got <laughs> Brooks. All of a sudden, AFC South is popping for Fred. Justin, how about you, sir?
2: Yeah, I'm going to keep it short, simple. Uh, Adam Thielen is still alive, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. He's actually gotten better with age had his first full season since 2018 last year that's every game he played in 107 targets next to the best wide receiver in the game and uh jt's my guy and then uh we also have the fifth most uh red zone targets last year with 22 he's still a big threat i think he's the guy to kind of drive carolina and briar and then new guy uh young at quarterback
0: like it now this one's not really a sleeper to be honest for me this is more of a you can get as in running a receiver two in drafts and potentially be a receiver one for you is amari cooper I um, mean, he's got another year with Deshaun Watson in the books. Last year, by the way, with the high volume that he had, he was 12th in red zone and deep targets. So, and then, like I said, the chemistry again with Deshaun, he's only going to be better. I like Amari Cooper to somebody you can get as a deep value who could potentially be a number one receiver for you. All right, let's finish off our sleepers. Fred, tight end. Who's your t- sleeper tight end?
4: Uh, Greg Dolchich out of Denver. Same I'm uh, kind of uh, in agreement with Nick over here. I think uh, Sean Payne will elevate Russell Wilson's career, get it back on track. And I think Dolchich will have a, a better season for it. Uh, he was having a good season last year when they were playing shitty. So, hey, it can only get better from there.
0: I like it. JT, how about you?
3: Uh, So for me, I I know Justin likes it deep, so I'm going to go real deep on this one. Jake Ferguson, tight end 35. Um, Last year, Dalton Schultz and the year before Dalton Schultz were absolutely, uh, you know, target monsters in this Dallas offense. Um, They let that guy go with with no problems. I get it. They drafted Shoemaker. He's a blocking specialist. Jake Ferguson, last season, even though in a small sample size, he averaged 2.2 fantasy points per target which would have only trailed George Kittle and his 2.02 yards per route run would have been top five. This kid I think can be one of the best tight ends in the league. Now that he's given his chance.
0: I like it. Justin, how about you?
3: I'm
2: going to go with the guy at the replace Dalton Schultz, brand new face and a new place uh, 12 or he was seventh in red zone targets last year. Uh, 10 yards per reception the past two years he's been a top 12 tight end for the past two years who do you think this young cj stroud is going to be looking at he's going to be looking dalton schultz way he's going to be saying hey where's my pro ball tight end and it's going to be going to dalton schultz i like him this year as a sneaky sneaky
4: sleeper
1: like it nick uh, I'm going to go with my Philly native, my former Penn Stateer, my former Oregon <laughs> Duck. Uh, now he's the New Orleans Saint, John Johnson. It's actually Jawan, but if you're from Philly, it's John. Uh, Jawan Johnson, um, he's, he, he scores touchdowns in spurts, but now he's got a much more stable quarterback in uh, Derek Carr. So I think he'll have a much better season this year than last year.
0: I like it. My sleeper is Trey McBride. Zach Ertz is a unsure to start the season. We're going to have Doc Miller in um, here soon. We're going to be talking about injuries and stuff. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more in depth into that. But if Zach Ertz doesn't go, you got Trey McBride. He was the first um, tight end taken last year. Um, Again, we don't know Kyler Murray's situation neither, which is be Colt McCoy's best friend would be his tight end. Uh, so I like Trey McBride at least to start the season off, and you never know where that could take off, and you never know what, how Zach Hurts is going to respond to this uh, knee injury. All right, we're getting close to the end, so let's talk about some rookie breakouts.
1: Rookie Breakouts.
0: All righty, let's go to JT first. Who's your rookie breakout? For this I
3: already year? kind of uh, alluded to it. To me, it's Roshan Johnson. This kid has all the tools to be a successful running back in the National Football League. He got buried a little bit. You didn't see him make a big name because he was behind Bijan Robinson, who was an all-world prospect. But we've seen Texas over the years churn out really good quality running backs. I think he's the next in line. I think he can do everything. He's the full pack package and i think he has one of the better opportunities for a share of a backfield because i think both him and khalil herbert will absolutely outclass deontay foreman
0: i like it, nick what say you my friend
1: uh i'm gonna jt just said it uh i'm gonna go Bijan, man uh i was so ticked off when oh. philly didn't jump up and get him and they had to go pick a criminal and, instead but i won't i won't get in it i philly won't get into life. that yeah Ev- evidently so so um yeah bijan man uh, he's at texas he scored th- uh, 3400 yard i mean yeah he had 3400 yards in three seasons they're putting him next year he- he'll be in lineup where where Cor- uh cordero powerson used to be uh they put patterson on on the sideline and man they're gonna run this kid into the ground but early on he is gonna be your stud uh Still ticked off that Philly did not jump up and get him.
0: All right. Another deep dive into the rookies from Nick. Justin, what say you? What's your your rookie breakout?
2: Yeah. um, So my rookie breakout is going to be the other running back taken in the first round, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I love the opportunity he's going to be given in Detroit. He's going to be taking over that role from DeAndre Swift. That offensive line is rock solid as well. And uh, this is an offense, you were talking about Jared Goff being a sleeper, it's because this offense is running at a different level, and the NFC North is the most vulnerable it's been in the past five to ten years, easily.
0: And no Jamal Williams there also, so yeah, lots of opportunities uh, for for him for sure. Fred, what say you, who's your
4: breakout? Zay Flowers uh wide receiver Ravens. Uh you have you don't have any pressure on you. You got Mark Andrews and now you have Odell Beckham, you have Lamar Jackson happy with his new contract and he's been needing help anyway. Nobody's really going to pay mind to him. He could have a, a pretty good season this year.
0: Love it. My breakout is Quentin Johnston. Like listen, this guy is exciting. He's a big receiver. And, you know, we know the injury history with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. We know that they're always hurt at some point in the season. This guy's got something that they don't have. He's big like them, but he's actually really fast. So it's really exciting. We're sitting there reading all the stuff about him. Really, he's got a great ability to create after the catch as well. And this high potent offense, man, he is a big rookie breakout or could potentially break out. So at least if you're looking at your fourth receiver or if you're in your dynasty drafts, he's somebody I would definitely go out and target for sure. Um, All right. Well, listen, that'll do it for tonight. We appreciate you guys rejoining us. We are going on our summer tour next week. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, we're going to start with America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Excuse you, late gentlemen and Justin in particular, yawning while we speak their name. We're gonna have a great show for you. We're gonna do, we're gonna talk about predictions into next season. We're gonna have some fun trivia, and guess what? We're gonna talk fantasy as well. We got lots of great guests uh, that are lined up uh, for the whole summer tour, so we're real excited about that as well. Travis Sumter wanted to give us a quick shout out, he was late. But he's going to watch it later. <laughs> Thanks, Travis, for popping in on the last two minutes. We appreciate
3: it. That's my dog.
0: <laughs> a view is a view, bro. We'll take it. All right. No, seriously. Uh, we appreciate you guys again. We're going to see you next week. Again, the summer tour begins, and we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Don't forget, check us out on tssfantasy.com. All of our rankings will be up there. So you can check that out. It's a little early. You know, when we go through our summer tour, They'll be changing a lot as we go through and find out lots of information. That's really cool about it. Um, We do learn a lot of stuff anyway as we go through the summer tour. So make sure you watch. Um, And then we'll get into um, during the summer, we're going to go to the fantasy football expo. So make sure you want to check that out as well. We're going to have a lot of great stuff coming up. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm just ranting so much just because I want to talk because I miss you guys. I'm going to get the hell out of here. We appreciate you. And we are out.